Welcome to the City Center Podcast from West Palm Beach, Florida. I'm Jerry Marcello. It makes no difference if you grew up in a big city or a quiet little town. Chances are good that you have happy memories of visiting the public library. And why not? The library is a place to explore, to learn, and to have fun. West Palm Beach is no exception, with what many consider to be one of the best public libraries anywhere. It's called the Mandel Public Library, and it offers four floors of books, music, technology, and much more. If you haven't been, it's time to go. Joining us is Lisa Hathaway, director of the Mandel Public Library. Lisa, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Lisa, the official mission of the library is, quote, creating inspired lives by connecting people with information and ideas. Tell us what that means. Well, I think what we try to convey with our mission is that walking into our library can be transformative for many people. I think a lot of people think of libraries as just a place full of books, but we're much more than that. And the idea is we want to connect people with not only books, but experiences that can inspire them to be much more than they ever thought they could be. So they might walk in and see a yoga class and determine, I've never I've actually never tried yoga. Let me try it. And then next thing we know, they've awoken their inner yogi, and now they're doing yoga all the time. Or it's a new parent with a toddler experiencing story time for the first time, and that parent discovers they love to read, and now they're reading in front of their child, and now their child's a reader. So when our mission is talking about creating inspired lives, that's exactly what we're doing. We're inspiring people to have better lives and to experience new and better things in their lives. That's fantastic. And one of the things I noticed when you were just just chatting was the idea that the library is more than just a place for books. It's a place where people live and communicate. Tell me a little bit more about that. So we view our place, our library, my place, I've been there for 19 years, as a safe place, a place where anybody can come and find a new friend or you know, get a cup of coffee and sit down and read a latest magazine. But really, it's a space for everybody to come together. And we are always open and honest and just allow for anyone to come into that space and experience, like I said, all of our programming, meeting our amazing librarians, connecting and just really getting to know themselves and the rest of the community. Let's get down to some numbers. What exactly makes this library special? How big is our collection? What things do is there that makes us so special? So um, if you haven't been to our library, we're four stories, um, and we are about 82, 84,000 square feet. And what's unique about our library is each floor is its own library, so to say. So we have almost 200,000 physical materials in our library and well over a million digital items, but each floor represents something different. Um, So the first floor feels kind of like, if you remember what a bookstore feels like, walking in and seeing all the latest and greatest books out. And there's displays and it's by what we call neighborhoods. So maybe you're really into cooking. And so we have a whole cooking section or you're looking for a new career. We have a career section or you're looking to travel. Then if you go to our second floor, 
it's our technology and teen floor and all of the latest in technologies on that floor from a 3D printer to a podcasting booth to um, the ability to uh, use study rooms for free, to book study rooms for free. And our third floor is our children's space, which is a space that children can be children. They can run around without really running around, but they can have a lot of fun and see some of the most beautiful books available. And then our fourth floor feels like a grand reading room where the majority of our collection is located. And we have about 500, I think from last check, 555,000 people visit our library every single year. And we welcome each and every one of them. I know through my travels through the library, it is indeed a beautiful facility. It, it It's filled with natural light and so beautiful. So it, it is an amazing place to be. One of the things you mentioned earlier, you were talking about how if people remembered going to a legitimate real bookstore, have you found that the, the movement towards digital publication has, has it made any kind of impact on, on what you experience at the library? Definitely. Um, what we are seeing is, and I think this is really important for libraries, we really have to be able to change with the times. And as we know, what happened with COVID is everything shut down and digital became the way we communicated. And libraries really took it upon themselves to embrace the digital connection that we can have with our patrons, the people using our library. So we have um, focused on making sure we purchase materials, books that people check out in a digital format. So you can download it to your phone. Hey, I, I listen to audiobooks on my phone every day coming into work. So we've got audiobooks, we've got ebooks, and we also have DVDs and music. And we just have a very large collection of digital materials because there are some people who their library is a digital library and we're we're fine with that. Absolutely. Oh, now this is the what, the third version of a public library here in West Palm Beach? Can you tell us a little about the history? Yeah, essentially, our library is the oldest library in Palm Beach County. And we were actually established in a church as a small reading room back in, and I'm actually pulling up Wikipedia on my phone right now, and let me just explain for everyone who thinks we shouldn't be using Wikipedia, our librarians actually edit the Mandel Public Library Wikipedia page. So back in 1895, we started off as a reading room, and then eventually we moved um, into the Palm Beach Yacht Club, and Henry Flagler gave $100 for us to create our first permanent library um, over at Flagler Park, and we built a Spanish-style library there. And then in 1962, a new library was built in that spot. And then back in 2009, this brand new library that we're currently in was built and then renamed the Mandel Public Library by Morton Mandel, who um, gave us a wonderful endowment to be able to carry on the amazing programming that we provide for our community. You know, probably like many of the longtime residents here in in, uh, West Palm Beach, I remember going to the 1962 version of the library. As a matter of fact, I remember as plain as day, my little uh, pink-colored construction paper library card with a little metal tab that you ran Love it. (laughs) would make that noise. And it's interesting now because I've had the experience of visiting Mandel and going in there and having just this 
plastic card now that does all the magic that you experience. It's it's a, it's fascinating how the technology of library science has really advanced. It really has. It's RFID technology is what we are we have implemented in this newer building that we're in now where our materials are all set up with the little chip in them essentially that allows you to check them out and check them in quickly with your plastic little library card. So it's um it's definitely there is no card actually we have a card catalog an old card catalog but now it's filled with seeds and it's our seed library. Ah. So you can actually come up to the fourth floor and you can get up to six packets of seeds every month to create your own little garden. It's it's amazing what you can find at the library. Yes. Um one thing is that uh, it, traditionally people think of the library as a place where students go to work on a paper or someone goes to read an old newspaper. Um, but you made the point earlier that it's really become a meeting place mm -hmm. for a community. Yes. What if, what, what's your experience with that? What are the things that happened at Mendel that make it such for our community? So what's unique is we still have students coming in and using our library. We actually have study rooms that you can reserve online and come in and use. We have a laptop kiosk machine where you can actually check out laptops to use throughout the library. But more importantly, we actually have meeting rooms that people can reserve for their own community events. So you may have a local book club that wants a space to meet and they can reserve one of our rooms. Or you have a nonprofit doing a program and they can reserve our rooms as well. And it's all on a sliding scale. It can be completely free or it can be a small fee. But what's important is, again, going back to we want everyone to want to use our library, to come into our library, to access our library, which is why we have such a diverse programming schedule for people. But we also really would love people to come in and have their events in our library as well. Tell me a little bit about uh, the web presence for the library. I believe it's mycitylibrary.org. Is that correct? Yes, or wpbcitylibrary.org. Very good. You guys have done a lot to sort of make that almost a, a portal mm -hmm. into the resources there. Um, tell us a little bit about it. What, what makes it unique? So what we have discovered is that you need to have a pretty good website to – be able to provide the information people want. And so we, along with the city, have designed a website based off of the city's website that allows people to find information more efficiently, more effectively, um, and provide not only finding information about a subject matter, but seeing just what programs we have, what time we're open, how to connect to us with social media. And I think what people may not understand as librarians, we're not just about getting you the information you want, but we also want to make finding information easy for you. And so that can be translated into how our website looks, the design of that. A lot of our librarians actually have a background in website usability. So we understand the importance of having technology that is available for people to use easily as well. And so that's a good way for people to reach out and get in touch, yeah. touch with you. Okay. Definitely. Fantastic. So, all right. So what is your favorite part? of a library. Okay, so I started off as a children's librarian, and my favorite part of the library is the children's story time room, because that's a space where children can come and they can be loud, they can jump around, and they can hear amazing stories being read to them from librarians that absolutely love almost the drama of reading aloud to children, using puppets, creating crafts. 
So every time I get a chance, if I know a story time's happening, you'll see me pop my head in because the kids are so enthralled with the librarian reading that story out loud that you look at all of them and say, gosh, I hope none of them want to grow up watching TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully they're reading instead. So it's that's my favorite place is the children's library. Magnificent. Uh, the other question I have for you is imagine that you had the ability to reach out to folks who have never visited the library or Mandel Public Library. What would be your message to them? How do you bring them in? What do you say? So it's interesting because I have met people who aren't library users, which, you know, it's strange to me. Um, and so you, you have to sell it. It's just like, you know, it's talking up a book, a good book as well. It's also my library. I talk about, first off, everything is free at our library. But I get to know whomever I'm talking to, I get an idea of what their interest is. Again, going back to yoga, if it's a person who loves yoga, I'm like, did you know we have yoga for free at our library on Saturdays? And it's a really comfortable space to do yoga where you can come and it doesn't matter what level you are, but you can come for free and we'll validate your parking for free. And then we talk about just the fact that when you come into our library, we have this amazing coffee shop, Salento's there, that you can get coffee. And also our staff is just the best staff ever and you'll always see a smiling face. So coming into our library is an experience itself and that's also important. Make coming into our library part of your plan for a Saturday, for an evening, because I will assure you, you'll have a wonderful time and you're not gonna wanna leave. There you have it. You talked a little bit about things like TikTok and how they are sort of wrapping themselves around our youth or at least the youngest generation. What role do you feel the public library has to play in making that not so? So I'm not sure we can make it not so. Um, I feel just as if when, I know it's crazy, but when VHS came out and DVDs, libraries were like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Well, you embrace it. Yeah. Quite frankly, you have to incorporate it into what you're already doing. I have a 12-year-old. He likes TikTok. You know, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, maybe we sit together and look at it. It's the same concept with libraries. You want to embrace it. So maybe we're incorporating more social media into how we get the word out about what we're doing at our library, because that's how people are getting their information. So. You can love it or hate it, but either way, we're going to incorporate it into what we're doing, and I think it gives us actually a, a larger fan base for our library and maybe the next generation of library users. I think you're spot on. I'm Visiting the library, you see how your team has really embraced technology, both as, as simple as the new type of, of library cards people use, mm -hmm. right down to uh, podcast studio and all the tools that you're making available for the, the latest generation of library users. And they're probably, because of proximity, will be using the books that are there exactly. on the shelf as well. Um, any future plans for the library? Where, where are you headed? So I think where we're heading is actually great things. Um, we're feeling that with COVID, we're seeing more of our patrons coming back into the library that we haven't seen. So we're really excited to see them. But the whole idea is, what does our community want? So soon we'll be having a survey that comes out and we'll be asking people, tell us what you want from our library. Are we doing a great job? Where can we improve? So we can actually move forward for offering bigger and greater things that this community deserves. That's great. Lisa, thank you so much. The, the Mandel Public Library continues to be a growing point of pride for the city. 
and for this community, and it just keeps getting better and better. So thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. The City Center podcast is produced by the City of West Palm Beach. We hope you enjoyed today's discussion, and if you did, please subscribe. If you have any questions or comments, please write us at podcast at wpb.org. If you wish to learn more about the Mandel Public Library, visit the city's website at mycitylibrary.org. This is Jerry Marcello. We'll see you next time.